And to Doug, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Um, yeah, look, the penalties for these people peddling this um, stuff to kids should be massive. I mean, you know, $100,000 penalty notice, uh, seize, seize properties, you know, really get after them. It's organised crime, a lot of it. And uh, in relation to the bloke who said the police shouldn't be buying BMWs, they don't. They're provided by a leasing company. The police force hasn't been responsible for purchasing its vehicles for many, many years. So he needs to get a bit more informed. Yeah, I think he was just making um, a cheeky point about how they're spending time and money on the wrong things. Yeah. Yeah, but they're not spending the money on it. Yeah, and and I also, as as I've said, I don't think it should be the police who are doing these... Checks. Particular checks. I think it should be a, a public servants, whether from the health department or the consumer affairs. Thank you for the call, Doug. Joining us now is Peter Anderson, Chief Executive Officer of the uh, Victorian Transport Association. He joins us now. Now, major shipping ports across the country are exported to expected to re- remain closed for several days following a cyber security attack. Some sort of breach. That's all the information that we have at the moment, but we do understand ports uh, in, a, in a majority of Australian cities at the moment are including closed Melbourne. down, including Melbourne, yeah. are closed down because of this cyber security breach. Ships mm. will still come in and out. They'll be unloaded still. It's just that the goods won't get off the dock is my understanding yeah, so because of whatever this breach is I think they're saying it is land side. So truckies mm. for instance yeah. will not be able to go there pick up the freight and transport it and they're talking about if it's a long term problem they're talking about shortages of certain goods and maybe even affecting Christmas. Uh, Peter this sounds to me like a fairly serious situation good morning to you. Good morning guys yes it is leading into Christmas the busiest time of the year in our industry as the um, as people start to buy things and these goods flow through the warehouses the ships come in and give us all the things that we need so it's a, it's difficult for poor old DP world with a cyber attack on top of the union issues and and the fact that we've slowed down the movement of containers through the port okay so Peter first of all what have you been told about what the actual problem is uh, same as same as yourselves uh, but what 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 what's a bit What's underlying this is the fact that they're, they're allowing the containers to be loaded and unloaded off the ship, off the wharf, but we can't get in and out of the um, stevedore um, with our trucks, which means it's probably a, um, a quarantine or, or a, um, uh, an issue with the paperwork in terms of releasing the box to the to the general public from the from the shipping line. So, so it really comes down to us being able to um, uh, access that, that customs information. And that's probably what's stopping us from being able to get these boxes. And is it? It's only DP World. It's only DP World. There's three stevedores in Melbourne. Um, they're still operating. Um, it's only poor old DP World. They're the ones that have had this. Um, and it is it is horrendous when you get these hacks into your system because it just shuts everything down. You can't invoice. You can't chase chase the money that's owed to you, and you certainly can't operate your business. So, so, um, so what, poor old DP World's been shut down nationally. So mm-hmm. what percentage then do they have of the market in Melbourne? So of all the, the, the freight which is being unloaded at the moment, how much, what percentage can you not access? Between uh, 35 to 40% of oh. two and a half million container, containers a year flow through Melbourne. Um, we've got six container ships sitting out in Bass Strait right now and four car ships as well, uh, waiting to get in, waiting to use the facilities. Um, and and uh, DP Worlds, of course, will will fill up very very soon. They won't be able to continue to operate because they just won't have the space to be able to put containers on the ground. Car ships, what sort of vehicles are sitting out there floating on the on the water? Every vehicle's out there, Darren. Oh. Um, there's, there's, we get 10,000 cars a day coming through Melbourne. Oh. And... Uh, 
and there's four ships sitting out in Bass Strait now waiting to come in. So in where Bass does this Strait. where does this leave then the the truckies? Are they able to do other work, or are they just going to be you know, not being able to make well, any the, money? Well, the real issue for us is those indirect costs that, that are occurred. There will be a, a downturn in, in in work through DP World, of course. And what it also means there'll be an upturn when they do work this out and open up. There's going to be a backlog that has to be cleared, and that will take some time to clear as well. So, so there will be um, some extra work to do in the future. Um, but the real issue for us is that disruption to the supply chain is just absolutely huge because it it fits in so so tightly that this disruption is is just monumental at this time of year for it's, this organisation. It's monumental even if it just goes for a couple of days? If they're able to solve it fairly quickly, is it more of a more of a blip? The longer it goes, the harder it'll be to recover. The longer it'll take to recover. And that's and that's the thing. I mean, there's other, th- other issues associated with this, such as the fines we get for not returning containers within a certain time from the shipping lines. So we hope the shipping lines will acknowledge the, uh, the difficulties going through DP World and not find the, the transport operators for returning a container back within a certain time frame. Can you tell us, Peter, at what, how long it will take before consumers will start to notice that there are shortages? Oh, the supply chain's around about two to three weeks in terms of being able to see that, Nick. It, it'll, it'll take a while. Um, it'll be ongoing, and a lot of the issues will be sorted out by the transport operators. They're the ones that, that carry the slack in, in, in terms of being able to take up um, these sort of issues, but it costs them the money to actually recover. So um, DP World will only be able to operate. It's a manual system with, with straddles. They'll only be able to operate to their capacity, and that capacity is difficult to gear up and gear down unless it, it suddenly stops. It's very difficult. And it would be the same if they were trying to move it by rail too, wouldn't it? It's it's just moving it off off the dock and into the world. Well, that's the thing, Heidi. You've, you've got to get the containers off the ship. Yeah, um, right. And then once they get off the ship, they've got to be put down on the ground somewhere and then you've yeah. got to move them off the ground. But those, but those first two bits can happen with the cyber breach or you, they, those first two bits can't happen? Well, at the moment, they've been able to access the ships, which is good. Right. So they're still able to communicate with the shipping lines yep. accordingly, but they can't communicate, obviously, with customs and, and the actual process of, of releasing those containers to the public. Messy. That right. is indeed. Peter, what are you, what's on for you today? Oh, well, I've got some work to do. I've got to clean the car. I've got some, I've got some lawns to mow, and, and I'm enjoying, certainly enjoying listening to your program this morning. Oh, good on you. Well, at least you've got a car to clean, and it's not sitting out in the middle of Bass Strait, you know what I'm saying, yeah. Peter? Well, hopefully you'll be... for one, Darren, are you? Yeah. <laughs> he no, wishes. No, he wishes. mine just arrived. It was bizarre. How's this? I sold my Suzuki Swift yesterday to yes. a lovely girl that came around and had a look at it. Did you do a good deal, are you? Well, uh, yeah, I did. Well, good. It's win-win for her, win-win for me. I ordered, uh, Peter, my Suzuki Jimny on the 11th of November last year and it arrived about three weeks ago and I sold my Suzuki Swift yesterday, 11th of November. Oh, well, Spooky, huh? Remarkable. It is. Uh, thanks, Peter, yeah. for the call. Uh, to Sue, good morning. Hi, Darren. Hey, yeah. Sue. I'm the uh, Regional Director of the Mission to Seafarers and I just wanted to say we also have to think about the poor guys that are sitting out on those ships out in the bay, waiting to come in so that they can have a bit of shore leave. Yeah, well, that's, that's something too, yeah. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. They uh, may not get home for Christmas. They'll be out at sea. They need ca- taken care of as well. Oh. It's it, not just all of our goods that we have to think about. It was still sounding like the ships could get in, though, is the thing, and be unloaded. 
but they'll t- they'll speed up those turnaround times mm. and those crews certainly oh, they won't not get be a break. Able, yeah. They won't get a break. So mm. that the mission still operates and looks after all the the, the for want of a better word sailors who operate on those on those ships. They do. We've been in Melbourne since 1857 and we still care for seafarers on a daily basis all around this country and all around the world. And we do that as a voluntary service. And you're just True. down off, um, uh, what's the street? Yeah, what do you well, call that on bit the Yarra of... there, yeah. Yeah, on Flinders Street. It's sort of the end of Flinders Street as you're heading yeah. towards, yeah. Did that, did that um, cross off the roof ever show up? No, the the weather vane, the weather vane. didn't show up. Mm. No, it didn't show up. Remember that someone, someone pinched yeah. the weather vane yeah. from the roof of yeah, it. Yeah, disgusting. Yeah. Good on Thanks, you, Sue. Sue. Yeah, appreciate the call. If you'd like to have your say, of course, the number is one double three six nine three, and just around the corner, Slather and Whack.